I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. And Giles, we've got the creme de la creme of profits for Fonterra. Kira, to you, Charlotte. I was hoping we wouldn't have puns about cream, but yes, uh, the cooperative <laughs> has had a solid full-year profit. In fact, it describes it as a good one, considering uh, increased milk costs and ongoing supply chain disruptions. The net profit for the year ended July $583 million. That's down 3% on the previous year, although the underlying profit, taking out some of those odd little one-off costs, was a slight improvement. The final payout for farmers, $9.30 a kilo of milk solids, that's a record, and there's a 20 cent a share dividend on top of that. Chief Executive of Fonterra, Miles Hurrell, says the cooperative's on track to increase its returns in the new financial year as it continues to reshape the business. I'm pleased to say that it's a good news story for our cooperative, our farmer owners, unit holders and all of New Zealand. We've seen improved earnings as well as a high milk price. Our final milk price for the 2021-2022 season was $9.30 per kilogram of milk solids, which sees around $13.7 billion paid into the New Zealand economy through milk price payments alone. The sale process for the Soprole business is well underway, and as part of the strategy to 2030, we set a goal to return about a $1 billion to shareholders and unit holders, which anticipated divestments, including Soprole and a stake in our Australian business. Even though we've decided not to sell our Australian business, we're still committed to targeting a significant capital return to shareholders and unit holders. Well, Miles Horrell says it's a little early to estimate just how much that capital return will be now that it's decided to hang on to the Australian business. As you've also been hearing in the news, consumer sentiment has lifted from its record low, but it remains around recessionary levels. The Westpac McDermott Miller uh, Consumer Confidence Index for the September quarter rose nearly nine points to 87.6. Anything below uh, 100, of course, is pessimism, uh, and that's around levels as to where it was in the global financial crisis more than a decade ago. For those thinking it's a bad time to buy a major household item fell, and people were feeling better off about their current financial situation. However, Westpac senior economist Satish Ranchod says the mood remains grim and spending will be softening even as inflation eventually starts to slow. We are starting to see a cooling in household spending appetites. We've already seen spending in some areas slowing and households look like they're going to be increasingly reluctant to spend going into that Christmas shopping period. However, the Reserve Bank is still looking to see that that cooling in demand is coming through in terms of softer inflation and I think it's going to be a while before that's clear that we're seeing those prices come off. And Satish Ranchard, he is, ex- is expecting the pressure on household budgets to increase in coming months as interest rates uh, flow through into mortgage payments. Well, the other big news on global financial markets overnight was the Federal Reserve decision uh, on interest rates. It stuck to the script and expectations with a 75 basis point rise in the benchmark rate to uh, a range of 3% to 3.25%. And there's a promise of more to come. The Fed's chair, Jerome Powell, has made it quite clear that inflation is the enemy and getting it under control is the priority, even if it causes pain. We are taking forceful and rapid steps to moderate demand so that it comes into better alignment with supply. Our overarching focus is using our tools to bring inflation back down to our 2% goal and to keep longer-term inflation expectations well anchored. We will keep at it until we're confident the job is done. 
Salt Funds Management economist Bevan Graham says the Reserve Bank of New Zealand can be expected to copy the Fed's moves and rhetoric at the next monetary review in a few weeks. US dollar's been sitting at two-year low uh, highs against the New Zealand dollar because of the Fed's actions. And Bevan Graham says that may force the Reserve Bank here to react when it sets rates. There is a, a chance now, or a high chance, that the Fed is going to hike rates in the US to a higher level uh, than uh, we are going to here in New Zealand, or at least what was projected at the last uh, monetary policy statement. So there is certainly a risk there that the uh, that the Reserve Bank in New Zealand uh, may have to uh, contemplate doing a little bit more uh, just in terms of the exchange rate. Well, the Reserve Bank's next monetary review is October the 5th. Expectations currently for another 50 basis point rise for the official cash rate to 3.5%. We'll see how all, how all of that has washed across financial markets, how it's been taken. I'm joined by Andrew Cathy from Craig's Investment Partners. Kira to you, Andrew. Kira Giles. Well, Wall Street, uh, it was down more than 1%, in fact, closer to 2% after that Federal Reserve decision. What's it looking like on the local market? Well, our market's taking its own lead. Look, Australia's closed for um, the Queen's Memorial Day there, so we're on our own, but... The NZX 50 is up a quarter of 1% or 28 points at 11,527 points. Any notable moves there? In particular, how's Fonterra's result been taken? Oh, look, A2 Milk's up one cent at $6.20. Auckland Airport down two at $7.58. Chorus is up three and a half cents at $7.50. Contact's up seven at $7.86. Fletcher Building's up three at $5.27. Fonterra Co-op shares, they're up $0.02 cents at $2.83. The Fonterra shareholder fund units, they're down 2% at $3.36. Infratil unchanged at nine fifteen. Main Freight's largely unchanged at $70.98. Meridian down 3.5 cents at $4.98. Ryman's down 4 at $8.97. Spark's having a good day. It's gone ex-dividend uh, earlier. It's up eight cents at five dollars twenty-four, and Somerset off thirteen at ten dollars sixty-one. Well, as you say, Australia's closed for its uh, special commemoration for the Queen's death. So, looking at the currency, U.S. dollar, of course, uh, continues to be underpinned by those interest rate moves in the U.S. Yeah, and look, that's really followed through to a weaker Kiwi dollar against the U.S. dollar. We're currently fifty-eight point two four. Against Australia, we're 88.17. Against Sterling, we're 51.81. Against the Euro, we're 59.29. Against the Yen, 84.04. And against Renminbi, 4.12. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Look, the shorter end interest rates and longer term interest rates are all up a little bit. The 90-day bank bill is 3.745%. 10-year interest rates are 4.205. Brent crude is trading at $90.03 a barrel, and gold's currently trading at 1,662 US dollars an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Andrew Cathy from Craig's Investment Partners. Some other items of business news this lunch hour. Goodman Property Trust is going to spend more than $221 million on four new development uh, of properties in Auckland. 
He'll build a couple of new warehouses for the logistics firm Main Freight, a new facility for the fashion retailer Cottonon, and two uh, buildings for or build to lease warehouses as well. The company says it's seeing sustained demand uh, from customers, leading to high occupancy levels, and that's lifting rental growth and building demand. Says new projects will bring its total total value of its development projects to nearly six hundred and thirty six million dollars. Time just to say that the economy's posted another record trade deficit. Import costs continue to outstrip exports. Deficit for the year ended August twelve point three billion dollars. We'll update all the numbers, bring you the latest business news at around five thirty in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora. Kia ora, Giles.